Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome everyone. I hope you're well. I'm your host, Ben Lively, and you're listening to Shaken Awake, episode number 32. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in wherever you are and whatever you're doing right this very moment. And I wanted to thank some new listeners that uh, started listening last week and made some comments and uh, reached out to me in the show. I just wanted to welcome you aboard. We're surely glad to have you. And as always, I, I promise you another great show. But more than anything... My hope for you today and always is that you have an actual encounter with the Lord. Uh, He's always right there beside you. And I also wanted to give a huge shout out just for a moment to uh, my brothers in Christ of a, a very strong Christian men's group on Facebook known as Men Who Follow Christ, and they're the official sponsors of this show, and I couldn't be prouder of them and the selfless sacrifices that uh, they each make to uh, just spread the uh, news of Christ and the gospel to men around the world, and if you're a man of God or you're striving to be one, uh, please join us today on that face group, uh, again, Men Who Follow Christ, and this place is for men, but we do recognize there is a need for women to have have a place just like this. So we also support our sister page at www.facebook.com groups forward slash the weeping women of Christ. So if you're a woman that would like to join that group, please do. Uh, And so as I mentioned last week, I had the uh, fortunate honor uh, to have met another spectacular man of God, Michael Sanders from West Virginia, through this very podcast. Um, You know, I I ask God on a regular basis, and I was telling him this, um, just, you know, Lord, please send me, uh, send me, send them to me, whoever they are. You know, you know my heart, you know, test me, test me in helping to achieve your will and allow me to be your mouthpiece. And help me where you need me to. You know, I don't get out. I work remotely. Um, And so I, what I do is I ask him to send me those that he would like me to connect with. And every time, literally every time I pray that prayer, which is, by the way, getting more and more frequent. It used to be, you know, maybe once every other month. And now it's almost weekly. Every single time he's delivered immediately. So the very next day, I I prayed the prayer and Michael reached out to me after hearing uh, my show with our last guest, Matthew Hardy. Uh, If you remember him from Henderson, Texas, if you haven't checked that show out, uh, please listen to him on episode 28. It's from September 5th. And um, uh, Michael and I, we just just connected and and he tells me that he listened to that show and he shares a little bit about his uh, story and said he wanted to have a meaningful connection with another brother in the Lord. And so that's how our friendship started. We we shared about a two-hour conversation, and it was just a divine appointment from God, I believe. And so I knew he was the one God sent and one that needed needed to be on this show just to give God all the glory and you all a glimpse into the power of God and the powerful uh, testimony that Michael has. So uh, without further ado, let's get shaken awake with Michael Sanders of West Virginia, who was a former alcoholic. 
He experienced great abuse growing up. He was a drug addict, a sex addict, and a, uh, a pleasure seeker of all the wrong things life had to offer him. Not to mention growing up with uh, depression and, and anxiety disorders. And God set him free from all the abuse, all his inflictions and all his addictions. And here uh, he's, he's with us today to uh, give us one heck of a story of uh, deliverance and being born again into the family of God. So uh, welcome aboard, Michael. I'm, I'm so glad to have you on the show today. You know, how are you doing today, brother? I'm doing great, Ben. Thank, uh, thanks for having me on here. Um, yeah, um, touching on what uh, you were talking about, uh, about the uh, abuse and the things growing up, um, you know, and how I became shaken awake. I just um, thought I'd quickly go through, you know, from the time it all started, you know, which is very young age, but, um, sure. I do my goal and all this is to, um, you know, let someone know out there if you are going through this stuff or have went through it, you know, there is hope. Um, you know, I, I did, I had an abusive stepdad growing up and, uh, <clears throat> I remember, uh, you know, my sister and I, we were just growing up, uh, just probably five years old. My, you know, mom and dad, they divorced and, uh, you know, she married, uh, you know, somebody, you know, not long after, and um, this guy, he was he was abusive. Um, you know, I'm talking pretty good, you know, and uh, pretty bad, actually. But um, I can tell you all the times that um, I had thought that, man, I hate this guy. I hate this guy, you know. Um, I, I never really, I never really hated him. It's something that I, I grew up, and I thank God that I, I never had that actually in my heart. I just used to tell people that. But, you know, um I remember he, he did uh, introduce my mom and us to um, an Assembly of God church, you know. <laughs> you know, it was kind of hypocritical, I thought, after, you know, being in church at a young age and being like, okay, you know, I can go home and I can, you know, expect this when I get home. But yet, you know, he goes to church and he, you know, likes all this. Mm -hmm. So it was very confusing for me. And um, I can tell you that, uh, you know, girl, I'm just, I'm not going to focus on all that, but I will tell you that, uh, you know, I just, um, I, I had a heart and I knew I had a heart. And, uh, but the, the more that I heard about the Lord, the more that we went to church, uh, it, I believe God was working in me at a young age. I, there's no doubt. Mm -hmm. um, I will say though, that, uh, you know, growing up, of course, like we all do, you know, we go through school, we go, uh, you know, we go our separate ways, even when it's from God, you know, away from God, you know, we all, you know, tend to at times separate, you know, um, unfortunately some don't come back, but I will say that, uh, you know, God had his hand on me. Um, I did start abusing alcohol at, at a very young age, probably since 15. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that's what I used to do to mask the pain. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, how I dealt with things. And, I remember, you know, the more that I, I got into this, the more I loved it. And I can tell you of a lot of life and death situations that I have encountered and still never learned. Mm. Um, not only for myself, but for other people. I had literally watched people close to me die from uh, not only alcohol, but drugs. And what did I end up doing? <laughs> drugs, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I can't say I really went into anything hardcore. Um, I did try cocaine one time. <laughs> it mm. was scary. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, I was I was a good sinner. No, I'm not proud of the things I've done. I'm proud of where God brought me from, you know. Uh, mine started with actually uh, medication, you know, pills, um, mm -hmm. pain medication. I had my first um, encounter with it at the age of 32. And uh, 
I had uh, carpal tunnel surgery done, and I went back for more. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, just to let on from there, I was addicted. And um, that's just how my mind worked. I went wherever there was pleasure. And, you know, it, it was very, very confusing, um, along with um, very rough. You know, when you're trying, um, you know there's a God out there, and you don't know how to reach out. You know that someone's, you know, they say they're setting an example for you. But, they're, you know, there's, there's abuse. There's all this stuff everywhere. I mean, and, um, you know, just to jump around real quick, mm-hmm. um, my stepfather, and I hate it to this day, but, um, this man that introduced us to, you know, the Lord and, uh, you know, thought that he was living this, you know, great life he was showing us. Um, he ended up, um, dying of a drug overdose back in, uh, December of 92 mm-hmm. and my heart breaks. I really looking back, I wish I could have, I just feel like I could have helped him somehow. And, uh, so with that unfortunate though, I mean, you know, life goes on, you know, I, uh, at that time, you know, growing up experienced, um, a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety, um, suicidal thoughts. Um, there was, uh, just a, a lot of issues growing up and I, my biggest one was self-esteem. I was one of those people that thought, man, you know, do I even have any esteem? Mm. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm growing up and I'm like, you know, dude, you can't even take up for yourself. You know, I, mm. I had no guidance in life and uh, I hit a lot, you know, like, okay, count me out. You're skipping school, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, getting in trouble, you know, get a, get attention that way. You know? yep. <laughs> Not the right attention, but right. <laughs> it's just how I it worked you. out in my case. Mm-hmm. But um, I will say through all that, you know, the self-esteem part, I actually believed for a long time. That uh, I used to look at people and say, man, I wish I could serve God like you. I wish I could Mm. be like this person, like that person. But, hey, they've got some esteem, you know. They've Mm. got this. They, you know, they they know how to present themselves. They know how to talk. And and to me, it was just, uh, I felt like I was doomed. Like, dude, I cannot even come to the Lord Mm. unless I've got you know, some self-esteem about myself, if I just cared about myself, if I just quit doing these things that, you know, would rescue me temporarily from life in general, if only I could, as, you know, what my mindset was. And that went on for a long time. It um, took a long time for me to realize that, hey, and I tell you what, it was actually, I, I believe, last year that I was really awake on that uh, aspect of it because, mm-hmm. I got to realize, hey, it's nothing that I can do for myself. You know, I, I've reached out for help, but I didn't come to God. I would say I come to God. I've mm. been in and out of church all my life. So, mm. you know, I, with me telling, you know, myself and others that, hey, I give this to God, I realized that, hey, I really didn't. You know, this is a supernatural work. I did not allow God to take these things. I had just, um, you know, I had been, you know, proclaiming that I did. But so I really didn't know Christ in that way. And uh, so anyway, back to my, um, you know, what I was talking about. I think I jumped around there. But, uh, you know, if I go back, you know, I think I was uh, 24 years old when I got married. And uh, anyway, had, uh, you know, a few kids with my ex-wife. Uh, we, we were married 13 years. Uh, that was a disaster. And I, I, I can't say that, you know, meaning that was a total disaster. You know, um, there were there were a lot of good in that. But at the same time, I brought my um, abuse, my my abuse that was, uh, you know, uh, 
brought on me. Mm-hmm. I brought that into the relationship. I brought the alcohol into the relationship, um, the drugs eventually, and um, and everything with it. I had cheated. I was, uh, you know, I, I had done all these things mm-hmm. to to her. Now we did them back and forth, though. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. just one side. But uh, so I cannot blame blame anybody, but both ourselves. We both did this, and. Um, you know, so it was not very good for for kids growing up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thank God that they're here today. I thank God that you know they're uh, they're, they're just where um, I need them to be. You know, for me, and uh, they do know God. And I can say that you know I'm still working on. You know, we 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 converse all the time. You know, my kids, but uh, I can say that things are going well. I t- I always teach them about the Lord. It's um, I just feel impressed all the time to share stuff like that with them. And um, I'm glad that God instilled that in me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, but with all that, you know, um, I just, it was a self-destruction for me, you know, the, uh, the addictions and, and the marriage and uh, you know, it could have ended a lot sooner than it did. Uh, I don't even know why, honestly, that we dragged that out. Um, mm-hmm. You don't know what you do to not only yourself and to others. But uh, but anyway, I can say that things had changed since. And uh, so uh, with that, you know, I, I'm just, that's just a little bit about me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I, I do remember you saying you had a lot of, um, we were we were sharing stories and we just had some a lot of similarities and there was at, at that point um, when your stepdad had passed it there was some animosity in things um, at that time uh, correct so it wasn't it wasn't yes. a, uh, a, a, a what was you um, where did he go I'm so sad it was more of a let's throw a party if I remember if I remember right, correctly right. and uh, yeah so this this uh, the, the these, you know, this, uh, I'll just jump right to it. You know, how, how did how did you go from a life of, of abuse and addiction um, and and a, and a, a, a marriage that didn't work? Um, and from your words, a, a raising raising your kids um, in, in, a, in a way, possibly some of which how you were raised. Um, how did it go from that? Um, to where you are today. How how did your life change? How did how did God shake you awake, basically? And what what does life you know kind of look like now? Yeah, it sounds like a big mess, huh? <laughs> no, no, it sounds like uh, uh, sounds like my mess. <laughs> yeah, it's it's <laughs> right in my backyard, man. <laughs> I can relate to everything that you've said. I can relate to, mm-hmm. but um, I tell you, I didn't um, mention it prior to, but uh, I will. Um, I was just kind of thinking here. Um, my my girlfriend now, um, well, fiance. Okay, um, we uh, I, I, I met her. I'd say about three years ago. Okay, and uh, it's just uh, I'll tell you a little bit about her. So I really believe, and like I said, I, I think that God knew. He, God knows what I need. Okay, I know He does, and I really believe He's had His hand upon me all this time. So, you know what seemed to be not right over the years of things I've done, I think. But uh, with all that being said, you know, uh, I'm going to skip over. She has been the best inspiration to me um, as far as uh, I've always told her, you know, God knew I needed brains and he sent you. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I'm with um, a beautiful, beautiful woman. Um, 
very caring, uh, you know, has a big heart. I used to always sit there and wonder, you know, we met through work, you know, and I've always been like, you know, why is this girl messaging me? What's what she want to do with me? <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah. I can say she's uh, um, just to make it short, you know, she um, she's been there through every she knows every detail about me and uh, it does not bother her. And I can't say that for sure because there has been some things bother her. But I can say she has stuck by me yeah. through everything, everything that we've been through together, everything that I've done. Uh, okay. Um, we've had, uh, some, you know, issues, you know, just, um, not really anything, uh, major, you know, except, uh, I can remember, well, this is major, you know, I had, uh, I had been unfaithful to her at, uh, you know, a couple times in her relationship. And, uh, the more we talked about it, you know, it's, it's just like, she, she just came to me one day and said, uh, you know, um, would you think you'd like to start going to church? And, uh, and this is a girl that, you know, I talked about church when we got together, mm-hmm. you know, and I uh, used to joke and say, you know, well, if uh, I start going to church, you know, uh, we can't, we can't do this. We can't interact this way. We can't be sexual or nothing. Mm-hmm. And I, I was not joking, but she, I think thought that I was. And, uh, <laughs> one day I told her, I said, I am, I am serious. Um, this, this is how I believe it should be. This is the way God's word says it should be. Mm-hmm. And she was totally against it. Uh, she says, well, you know, uh, I was raised, you know, believing in Jesus. She didn't know too much about it, but, uh, she said, uh, I don't think you need to go all that far. And, uh, but I told her, I said, yeah, one day we'll get to church. So, um, we, we did, we ended up going and, uh, it was, um, you know, pretty much after that, it started to be a weekly thing. I've got actually got my pastor that comes over now uh, once a week just because we can't make a Bible study on Wednesday nights. Mm. And he devotes his time to us in our home. That's terrific. So, and I'll tell you what, this, um, when I look back, you know, this this girl not only, you know, did she really, I can't say she didn't believe, but she was skeptical, you know. And uh, But she told me when I came through the things that I've been through, she she told me she said if if I didn't ever believe there was a God she said I know there is now. Wow! And she saw me go through some of the things that I went through, and I I, I don't want to leave this out. I kind of get ahead of myself, but uh, but anyway, there was an instance, and in that uh, it'd been just a little while back, but not too long ago. Uh, we were sitting in church service, uh, having just a regular, you know, service and pastor, which I am very close to. She's very close to. He happened to just uh, look my way right in the middle of preaching. He looked my way and he pointed his finger and he motioned for me to come up. And uh, mm-hmm. she kind of looks at me like, uh, you know, is that a good thing? A, <laughs> and I just thought, well, I don't know what he wants, but hey, I'm walking up. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I go up and... um and uh, now this is one of those where your past comes back to bite you, okay? Mm. <clears throat> so anyway, and he uh, he tells me, he says, uh, hey, he said, uh, I'm just troubled. He said, uh, you know, the, the Lord spoke to me and said something's going to happen. He said, and it just, uh, I, I it, something bad's going to happen. And I'm sitting there looking at him like, uh, Okay, well, what should I do from here? What, you know, what, you know, all those questions, you know, arise in your mind. You know, what, how should I take this? And, you know, it kind of makes you question, hey, uh, you know, did, did, um, he really talked to God or is this, you know, um, and you just got all this stuff going through, like, hey, my life's so great right now. How can something, you know, just, 
possibly, you know, lead me to this point. So, <laughs> you know, with my little bit of unbelief, I'm just, and uh, he's a Holy Spirit filled man, but, you know, he, um, later on, uh, I can say that uh, I think a couple days go by. Okay, I'm headed to work. <laughs> I'm leaving, actually leaving the gym right up the road so I can, you know, beat feet and go to work. Um, just so happens, and I'm not one to speed, but I'm coming down the road and uh, see an officer there, you know. And <laughs> so mm-hmm. <clears throat> what I do, slow down, you know, pull over. You know, the guy comes up. Um, I actually knew the guy. You know, hey, let me see your license, forget everything else, and, you know, you can go about your business. Comes back and he says, uh, so you know you have a wart. <laughs> I said, uh what? <laughs> he mm. says, you have a warrant. And I, I didn't know how to take him at first. So I said, uh, uh, you need to find out what it's for. So he went back and uh, it's very nice. You know, hey, you know, this is what it's for. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to mention it was something stupid is what I can say. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't have been at all. So anyway, I literally called my girlfriend. Hey, you know, this happened, this happened. And I, I thought back to when the pastor did that, the the previous Sunday, this was on a Tuesday that this happened. And so anyway, it's almost like God orchestrated everything that happened. And I don't have the time to go into that, but needless to say, I was supposed to end up in jail, um, that day, uh, up to 10 days before, you know, I had to be at the actual state that, uh, you know, this happened at. And so, uh, let me skip here. I ended up not having to go, uh, being released in that state and being released in, released in the other state and on, you know, my own personal recognizance, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, and, uh, that was one of the times that she had reminded me, Hey, <laughs> I believe there's a God. There is no way pastor could have known what was going to take place. There is no way he would have known anything was bad. And, you know, I'm kind of sitting there like for joy, you know, and she talks about it. And what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to pray. I'm going to, I'm going to pray, um, contact an attorney, whatever, you know, if I have to. And so needless to say, I can tell you that, um, couple months yes that's uh what i'm looking at but i will also tell you that you know uh no matter what would happen which i i'm hopeful but at the same time she says well what what are you going to do if uh you happen to go to jail or something you know so uh, i told her i said well <laughs> i'm going to take the lord with me and try to take as many people with me as i can that's you amazing. know to, you know i'm just gonna i'm gonna tell people because god i did this god didn't He's going to turn around for good what I did, you know, what my stupidity. He's going to turn around and make it for the good, no matter what happens. Mm. Why should I walk in fear when I've got Christ? I'm supposed to hold my head high. I am not going to sit there and uh, hold my head in shame over anything. So I said, yes, I will go and I'll praise God in there. (laughs) You know, so, I mean, God forbid that happened. but, But man, God has, I can never repay what he's done for me. Why should I stop now? Why do I want to quit pursuing the Lord? Uh, You know, it's just uh, one of those things where, man, you just, it's life. It happens. You know, it could have been worse. (laughs) Right, right. You know, it could have been a lot worse. And, but I will tell you, here's the other thing. When I left, when I left there, of course, you know, that night, (laughs) being an alcoholic, hey, you know, um, yeah. And now, mind you, uh, this is where uh, I didn't elaborate. I was struggling with alcohol even when I was going to church. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was struggling. And um, 
you know, we got to that. Uh, I, I won't go through the whole thing, but I will tell you that I was praying for deliverance, praying for some peace of mind, praying, you know, that the Lord, oh my, you know, I've dealt with that all my life, you know, and uh, just whatever I would, you know, just do my best at my ability. And yeah. that night I told her, I said, well, you know, cause she don't like alcohol at all. I told her, I said, well, I did get, you know, this happened today. There's a lot of stress on me. I went and I, I bought a bottle of wine and, uh, um, anyway, I did not touch it that night. So uh, a couple nights goes by and I told her, I said, man, I said, uh, I think I might, you know, have a couple tonight. And <laughs> she, of course, you know, hating the idea, you know, it's almost like, she's like, well, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I knew, um, you know, she's disappointed. I knew that. And, uh, but the addiction was just, uh, I could never, I could never beat the craving myself. Yeah. And, uh, I remember taking that bottle, opening it up, taking a sip and, uh, putting it right down the drain. And, uh, I remember she said, what are you doing? And, uh, <laughs> I told her, I said, uh, I just, I can't do it. I can't stomach it. I said, just a smell. I said, it's just, uh, I, I can't. And she said, are you serious? She knows how I was. And, yeah. uh, I said, yeah, I said, I, I just can't. And uh, I will say that um, uh, from what she told me the other day, I'm coming up on three months, uh, no alcohol at all, um, totally clean, totally delivered. I don't have any room in my life for any kind of substance, you know. Uh, I do. Not, I know the Bible says about drunkenness, okay? Yeah. You know, just because I might have had a few drinks and I wasn't drunk per se, it wasn't right for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna you know, I'm not gonna go off here and preach to everybody else, but God did not want that in my life. Right. Okay. And um I so I knew it was an addiction. I knew that it had a hold of my life and God mm-hmm. wanted to set me free. I had prayed for it. I had prayed for it. But I actually took the step. Uh, I believe I know God did a supernatural work. Absolutely. Who, as an alcoholic and drug addict, gets set free by themselves? They don't. They can't. You don't. You don't beat the craving. You don't. I mean, I, I literally woke up and had no craving for alcohol. The Friday, Saturdays went by after work, wasn't craving it. To this day, I don't crave it, and I I believe with all my heart that was Jesus because I there is no way. That came from this man. <laughs> That's right. There is no way. My depression, I, I am not depressed. I am not stressed. I am not anxious for anything. I am at peace no matter what happens. I finally learned that if I put Christ first in all things and wait upon him, that he will deliver. And mm-hmm. I can tell you right now, I just I, I feel so excited just talking about it. Yep. <laughs> you know, absolutely. It's, um, I know the feeling. <laughs> I'm just yeah. I'm just filled with uh, complete joy because yep. I didn't do it myself. <laughs> you know, I boast in the Lord if I'm going to boast. You know, that's right. Um, it's not it's not about me. It's not about nothing I did. It's about His glory. Mm-hmm. It, it's about Him. And so, yeah, I can say that that has changed. Uh, it's what changed my life um that's great you know, that's I mean, what even the fact that uh you couldn't stomach what you used to crave and uh and not get away from um i mean that that you can't you can't make that up <laughs> you know that that is supernatural as you said um that's deliverance and and it truly is a gift a gift from god you put your faith in him you asked for help uh it wasn't for selfish reasons it was for him and uh and he answered prayer and that's 
and that's exactly. uh, that's how you were able to do the impossible. Because as the Bible says, as you know, uh, with man, you know, nothing is not everything is possible, but with Him, everything is possible. So uh, that's a great uh, example, a few great right. examples. Definitely. So you know, if um, if you could go back in time. And uh, talk to your younger self, you know, young young Michael. What 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 would you tell him? Um, I I would actually encourage strongly to cling on every opportunity that that I have had just to um, embrace Christ. I mean, uh, like I said, a lot. You know, I I was raised in the church and uh, I was constant just uh, ignoring ignoring. You know, living my own life. So, um. But uh, I would definitely encourage, you know, the younger me to embrace them. There, there is no time left. There's no time to mess around. There's, you know, there's, um, uh, we just, there's, there, we don't know what can happen. I've seen too many people pa- pass away. I've seen too many people just with the same issues as me. Mm-hmm. And it uh, feels hopeless, you know. And, and so, yes, for me, if I could go back. I would just tell myself to hang on, hang on, you know, and, and not necessarily just the stress that there's, you know, we don't have time. It's running out. But yes, that too. But there is deliverance. If you just hold on, if you just hang tight, if you trust in the Lord, if you if you trust the Lord to, you know, orchestrate your life. And that's how I love to look at it. Lord, orchestrate my life. He will work it out. There's no mess too big, too, um, too disastrous that he cannot work in. I mean, my gosh, he created our hearts. If our hearts are full of filth, I mean, I, I don't care what to the person that, uh, you know, is is addicted to sex. You know, I came from that uh, masturbation. I mean, people don't like to talk about it, but it's it's real. It's sin. It's um, it's, it's from the enemy. It's it's mm-hmm. stuff that you cannot control within yourself. You have to rely on Christ to deliver you from the things that are that He calls sin. That's right. So yes, I would encourage myself, but trust Christ in all things. Don't just give them something and hold on to something else that's not how this works that's right it's not how it works he wants your whole heart and it took me 46 years <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to get to that point mm-hmm. i wanted to hold on to things yep. you know when i when i you know uh meet the lord i i don't want to stand there knowing that i uh, you know held back some things from him hmm. i want i want to hear those words well done i want him to wrap his arms around me you know, I want to be embraced by him. Like, yes, I know you, you know, that's what I want from, you know, whenever I see the Lord, I want him to say he's mine. So, yes, if I had to go back, yeah. <laughs> all those near death experiences I ever had, I can, the only thing I can do right now is praise him. Yep. You know, that's all I can do is give him praise. I didn't want none of this stuff. I didn't want alcohol to go. <laughs> that's right. I didn't, I didn't want cigarettes to go. I did not want, you know, um, the, the drugs, the pills, you know, I, I love pills. I didn't want them to go. I, I needed that. I felt that that was the only thing that that made me, you know, so that I had some self-worth mm-hmm. and self-esteem to accomplish things in life. I do not need those crutches. All I need is is Christ alone. That, that right. is all I need. And I tell you what, to anybody that can't get over this stuff, <laughs> you're, you know, you're right. You can't. Jesus, he's... Uh, only one that can set you free of this stuff. Amen. That's I mean, I'm on terms with it. 
Yes, I, I my whole heart is. Uh, he's not going to change my mind now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he softened it, and uh, he, he can only work uh, to soften even further. Um, but what you know on that subject, you know there are a lot of uh, listeners and and just uh, good people that uh, I just I they they fall into a state of. Um, you know, lukewarmness, or uh, they become backslidden. Uh, what what advice do you have uh, for those that that may be in one of those two categories: lukewarm, you know, and or uh, backslidden? Well, um, I can't say because I've I've been there many times, um, and you know, the only thing that I can uh, really think without, and I don't want to come off as you know. Too harsh, or hey, you know, just right up front. But you know, my first two words would be to wake up. I mean, um, we are close to His return. Um, like I said, and uh, you know, the the Lord is good, and it is a life of joy and peace. If you just put uh, your life in His hands, you know, I, I can't stress that enough. Our human nature. I will say this: we are not, and God just revealed this to me not long ago. I used to wonder why, why depression, why anxiety, why this stuff? Um, why does it seem so spiraling all out of control? Why does this medicine not work or any work for a short time or, you know, and it's just like a vicious cycle of the mind. And I will say our bodies were not designed. We, it's not our human nature. We weren't designed for stress. We weren't designed for anxiety. We're not designed for depression, worry. Um, We are basically, you know, uh, to really find any peace of mind, we were set up to worship the Lord, to praise Him, to glorify Him. Mm -hmm. If you want to know why your bodies don't function the way they should, um, I'd suggest to, you know, uh, run to the Lord and and just ask Him to show you uh, your life and, and just open up to Him and ask Him to touch the areas that, that, that maybe you lack or, or you don't understand. Um, this is not about um, what, what, you know, what I can do for me, uh, you know, in the Lord, what, what I can do to get God's hand to move. You can't do nothing. You can do absolutely nothing without Christ. You, I don't care if you pray um, a whisper prayer when you take off in the morning doesn't make you any more spiritual mm-hmm. less spiritual than somebody that spent an hour um, I would encourage prayer prayer's actually been on my heart uh, for the past few weeks big time I'm not one that likes to you know get down and pray it's just you know I, I'm, I'll admit that but I will tell you uh, prayer is the only thing that got me through mm-hmm. it, you know talk to God communicate with him like um, I tell my kids hey Talk to God as if you were um, talking to me. Tell him what you like. Tell him you like it and it's not right. Um, You know, because none of this stuff is going to save you. I've seen too many people lose their lives. I know I've said that a few times here, but I just, it's close to home. It's happened close Mm -hmm. to home. I've lost a niece. I'm on the verge of losing a nephew if he don't stop. I I just, there's too many um, friends. I've had old friends that I've seen just lose their lives over something stupid, an addiction. I I just, 
Yeah, I can't stress enough. You, you can if you give it to the Lord. You don't have to be. We are not super spiritual. None of us are. We're all sinners. You know? That's right. Um, what's Luke say about the man that beat his breast and uh, cried out to God? He was more justified than the guy that said that he, he's glad he wasn't like him. You know? That's right. Yep. That's exactly it. Yeah, it's yeah, home, and you know, we, we, you and I, could have been one of those that that were lost, and thank God He saved us and exactly. uh, pulled us out exactly. of the fire. And now, um, you know, it's our—I I call it an—I I can't decide between an honor or a pleasure, uh, just to to, to uh, uh, push, you know, put it forward, uh, move it forward, and, and help others that are in the same in the same boat. Because you you made a really good point. I don't think I've ever heard someone make that point before. Your point was our bodies were not designed designed for abuse therefore stop allowing the abuse and use your bodies for what they were for uh designed for uh for the the great designer the the, the creator and that was to yes. worship him and live a life that's pleasing to him and live a life that uh he has set his purpose in front of you to run the race that he has for you and that's uh that's a uh, man that was a that's a great takeaway for me um and I, very... I appreciate you uh, uh sharing that that analogy that is that's spot on you're right very powerful uh for me to even think about from time to time the lord showed me that um i can't remember when but it hadn't been too long ago my body was not designed to sit there and stress about anything it wasn't stress you know it wasn't designed to worry i I am not Mm -hmm. um designed to fear things i am designed to be you know a conqueror through christ you know um we're just we're designed for so many things except all these things that are, that are killing us you know your spirit your body we're um there's so, we are so living below what how what god would have us you know right or for us right. i mean we are we are living i believe a lot of people live below their means Absolutely. Well, that that you know that actually is a good uh, segue. I had I, just another question for you, though. <laughs> I think this is right along those lines. Um, I would love to know from you, um, mm-hmm. and it's okay if you don't have the answers. We usually don't until he gives us the answers because nothing happens, and as you know, unless uh, he he uh, ordains it, and it's always in his time, never ours. Um, but what where do you feel that uh, God is calling you to do or go now, um, or 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 what is he calling you to do? Um, that that is a that is a good question. Um. I will say, because I've thought about this uh, a lot, you know, uh, many times I will just within myself ponder and, you know, I've prayed and said, Lord, you know, what, what am I to do? Um, first and foremost, what comes to my mind, because uh, it's actually brought about in scripture. Um, I cannot remember where it's at right now, but uh, where he says uh, about being conformed to the image of Christ. Mm-hmm. For people that uh, wonder, you know, well, is this jawbreak for me? Is this is this where God wants me? And uh, I know for me, I, I, it used to trip me up so bad to where I just uh, I'd give up. I think once or twice just mm-hmm. because I was afraid that I was living all the wrong stuff, you know, in the wrong place, wrong time. <clears throat> but uh, I think you know, for me, you know, God tells us enough. I believe it's in Romans, <laughs> and I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. He says something about being conformed to the image of Christ, you know? Um, That is his plan for us. That's first and foremost his plan. Everything else is guidance from him. You know, the Holy Spirit will, you know, lead people. Um, But I will say, um, I believe right now, and this is wholeheartedly, I believe right now that the Lord wants me to live as just a witness right now. He Mm. wants me to be, people don't know um, 
you know, this, uh, this change, you know, and that's, uh, well, another reason why I like this, uh, people have not, there's people out there that, you know, don't know that there's hope. I believe that the Lord wants me to just, um, rest in him right now to live as a witness. Um, he's really laid prayer upon me. Like I said, I wasn't, uh, you know, one that really, I was one of those, you know, hurry through it, you know, and, uh, I hate to admit that, but <clears throat> the Lord has laid prayer on me to the point where I will literally, um, just every time, uh, whether it be in my own family, uh, my, my kids, um, I remember my son, uh, he, you know, called out on me one day and, uh, he said, Hey, you know, he said, I'm, um, you know, really, uh, going through some things right now. I don't know what to do. And I was driving down the road and I was getting ready to pass his house. I said, uh, um, think we should pray and you know how awkward you get you know even though it is family you know you, you just you get that awkward feeling well I, I felt that and i was like you know what you just get over yourself you know i told myself you know mm -hmm. um this boy needs prayer so we went and prayed and uh, he gave his heart to the lord That's and great. um i said that that one there i told him i said that was god ordained that, that was not me i said i really had this overwhelming um, something inside me, just like my gut, you know, that said, Hey, pray, pray, you know, and, uh, I, I just, and it's like, um, well, another example, um, my girlfriend and I, we're, we were doing a lesson one night and, uh, we have some books that we go by, you know, just, just some little books, you know, paperback stuff that, uh, we'll share, you know, the word, um, take turns reading whatnot, but, um, you know, she, all of a sudden, you know, we were, um, just up and, um, she got a pain in her chest, you know, it was, uh, has no problems, nothing, you know, and Hey, you know, I'm feeling like this, I, you know, and it just went on for minutes and minutes. And I said, what can I do? What can I do? Do you need to go somewhere? You know, I start flipping out, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know what this stuff is, you know? Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> and, uh, it got so bad to where I just said, you know what? I, so I put my hand on her and I said, let's pray. And I prayed and, <laughs> you know, people can say, yeah, coincidence. Okay. I'm going to give you one of those <laughs> examples, but you know, I put my hand on her and I prayed and I prayed. I said, Lord, I rebuke this. I said, uh, and I reminded, uh, Satan while I was praying. I said, look, we prayed before this. And I said, I didn't want no distractions, uh, distractions. I said, you're not welcome here. Hmm. And, uh, so, Literally, right when I got done praying, she said, man, she said, I felt that go through my arm right down and out my exit, out my feet. She was having problems radiate from her chest to her arm. Wow. She said, I felt that go out my feet. And she basically just, I mean, she just rejoiced like, yes, uh, I cannot believe this stuff. And I said, uh, you want to move on. So we just, we finished our lesson. That's awesome. <laughs> and we praised God. And, I, and yeah. I told my pastor, I'm like, dude, hey, guess what? <laughs> and um, and I told other people, man, I, I have never in my life. And, but I, I, it just reminds me of just how, you know, if we just believe, yeah. you know, Satan, hey, we have to exercise our authority. That's we right. have to take authority over the enemy. You know, I look back in the day sometimes and I say, Mike, you know, you went about your day at work or you went here and you went there. How many times did you have to take um, captive, uh, you know, a thought? You know, like Paul says, take take every thought captive. Mm -hmm. How many times, Mike, did you have to submit yourself to the Lord, resist 
the devil and how many times did he flee from you sometimes it's sad to say i've i'll come home in a, in a day and be like I, I didn't have to do that today what you know yeah and and ask myself why you know is satan not attacking me you know i mean and i'm not saying every day we need to be um we just need to be on guard that's right you know, it could be anything from just being at work and hearing something. You know, I've got a good atmosphere, but, you know, you can be out at work and and realize you're entertaining stuff that you shouldn't be. And, and it doesn't hit you until later. Mm. And you catch it and be like, Lord, you know, I've prayed to the Lord. Lord, help me to be discerning. Help me to catch these things in time. You know, Paul um, or no, it was Peter. He uh, Lord told him he was going to deny him. He didn't see it coming until after the fact. That's right. You know? He didn't see it. So we can be deceived. We have to put the whole armor of God. That's on. It. My, my golly, I know what that means now. Absolutely. We have to be armored up. And it's not hard. We just have, you ain't got to be no Bible scholar. You just have to pray and trust and believe. Yes. The Lord will, the Lord will, will honor that. He, he, he loves his children. He's not beating us in the head with a club. <laughs> you That's know? right. Straighten up. <laughs> you know? Thankfully. We get enough of that out in the real world. (laughs) Exactly. And I'll tell you what, too. If if you want to know, if you want to help help believe in all this stuff, know God, know the attributes of God, you know, learn about him, learn about his attributes and how, you know, how loving he is. I mean, my, he, he don't even, he don't even curse Satan. You know, he, he doesn't. The angel never cursed Satan when, when he had a confrontation with him. Right. All he said was the Lord rebuke you. Yep. You know, yep. I remember back in Job, he says, you know, um, when he came to present himself before the Lord, you know, God says, where do you come from? He didn't say, what are you doing here? You know, get mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. So we need to keep quit thinking that God's beating us over the head. You know, every time we, we fall short, he's not. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. Well, well you know, Michael, I, you know, I, I can't thank you enough. Uh, for allowing God to speak through you today and, and just into the ears and the and the hearts of our listeners. You know, what, what a blessing it's been just to hear your story and, and just see and hear and feel how the glory of God can just take over and, and pull someone out of a state of being lost and using, again, like you said, what the enemy meant for evil and, and turning it and using it for good and with such a, a great man of, of God like yourself, Michael. You know, you are welcome back anytime. I'm sure it's not going to be the last time we hear from you uh, because God's not done with you yet. And we'd love to see how you and the Lord are blessing others in the future. Would you uh, Would you be willing to come back uh, on the show in the future? Oh, yes, indeed. It's, uh, it's been my pleasure. I, I just, um, a lot of things I just can't contain. And this gives me the opportunity to to let people know, you know, what, what God did for me. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Well, God bless you, Michael. Um, thank you. And, and you and I will be staying in touch and I can't thank you enough. Uh, and, and, you know, so before we end today's show, I just wanted to thank you all again uh, for tuning in. I, I hope you were touched by God through today's show and Michael's story. And uh, 
Michael, who, who gives God all of the just glory uh, that he deserves. And I, I'd like to ask you a favor. Only if you received any value uh, out of today's show, would you tell at least one person you know, call them, text them, email them, talk to them, t- tell them to give a show a listen. And you can uh, check out the show at shaken-awake.com. Uh, you can email me at Ben at shaken-awake.com or just call or text me directly for any reason. Uh, My direct number is 407-493-3208. Again, the number is 407-493-3208. And if you have ideas for the show or you would like to be on the show, let me know. So next week, tune in next Sunday or whenever you're able as we dive into a hot but important topic. And it's the false doctrine of a pre-tribulation rapture, and we're going to expose it. So next week's episode is another powerful and do-not-miss episode. Thank you all for joining. Until next week, take great care of yourself and each other, and God bless you all. 